0: Hello, and welcome to ASMR Tiradawayo. Are you hoping to calm your mind, relax your body, or experience ASMR? Dr. Andrew Michaels is here to help you. Today, Dr. Andrew Michaels and his young lycanthrop companion have taken a brief side trip to assist some people in need in a remote area of Canada. Something about their precarious position reminds him of a similar situation in his past.
1: Good afternoon. Yes, come right in. My name, Uh, my name is Dr. Andrew Michaels, and I'm here to help you today. I know these aren't the most optimum conditions out here, but I think we'll be all right. I think we can get by. I know it's a little tenuous. We don't know what to expect, but I think we can get through. Don't you? I've had (laughs) worse, I've had much worse conditions than this. Do you think so? Okay. Well, when you're this far out away from society and civilization, it's best to be as quiet as possible to accomplish your goals. And uh, I think we're going to be just fine. Getting as close as I can. Shh, it's alright. I'm just trying to get comfortable myself. I know. I know it's scary. It's scary. If anything goes wrong, there's not much we can do to get help. me before once a long time ago, I was deep in the Northwest Territory of Canada. Yes, up there where uh, near the Yukon, north of British Columbia. And I had just got done helping a uh, native tribe. I'll just say it that way. guess what happened next? When I was on my way back to the train station, our caravan got attacked by another tribe. I loosely called them a tribe. There was about six of them. They were immensely strong. And they took me back to a cave. It wasn't much of a it was more like a um, indent in the rocks that they had built uh, quite a bit up around it to uh, shelter themselves, almost a uh, makeshift triage hospital for their tribe. Oh, I was very nervous. I was very in- very insecure did not know why they took me, of all people, but it became abundantly clear when I saw my next myself while members of the tribe raised her legs so I could do a inspection. She was crowning. The baby was coming, and they knew there was something wrong. They made signals to me that this was a very important member of the Now outside, angry, making noises. I was an intrusion even if I was there to help. Much like today, much like tonight. If I don't help you, both our fates are sealed. You will die, and I will die for not saving you. as tangled as it appeared to them. Fear and uncertainty had struck them. Fear and resolve were my only course of action and emboldened me to use my hands to see with. I stuck my hands deep inside her birth canal and felt my way and felt smooth, smooth edges of the cord and where it was basically stuck up and around the right arm of the child. I removed the cord from the shoulder. I could feel it now as it joined the belly button of the baby. Still inside her. If you can believe that, if you can believe it, the baby slipped out safe and correctly. And when it was loose, I pulled my arm back and out with it. The birth was a success, the mother would survive. I was right in the world, well, except for my potential survival, sounds went up inside the cave, and the menfolk immediately reacted to it, I wasn't a hero, I wasn't given a hero's blessing immediately taken from my arms by one of the midwives and I was thrown to the ground hard by one of the warriors of the tribe who had captured me my life was now threatened I knew too much I knew their secrets I knew their secret and conclaves I knew the location of their tribal grounds I had seen and done too much and I had touched the royalty of their line couldn't let me survive. No. My death was insured. But suddenly one of the midwives laid over top of my chest. I was too wounded to get up and run, too wounded to move. And it was too cold in that winter, winter weather. Without a coat I would I would die if I could get away. I would freeze to death in the sub zero temperatures around me. If I tell you I was frightened if I told you I had my whole life flashed between before my eyes, I wouldn't be lying. It was a frightening moment. That's all I can say. Frightening. Of a woman warrior She was huge (laughs) Almost seven feet tall She picked me up like a baby Threw me over her shoulder And took me deeper into the cave Into a corner alcove Under a rock And stuffed me Stuffed me into a nursery Where her own child was The only place she could keep me safe Until the men calmed down and they were not calm. Our actions immediately caused a reaction in the males. Went insane. Pushing the newborn mom and baby over. Pushing the midwives away. They closed in on my position. I felt myself what was about to happen to me, or where I was, or what was going on. The only thing between me and death was one single female standing up to eight brawny, strong, eight foot tall, plus giants of humanity. If you haven't guessed yet, I'm speaking about a tribe of Sasquatch, Bigfoot, Yeti, Wild Man. That's right. And I was doomed. I was doomed. I had seen too much. And she couldn't hold them back. One of them got past her. thrust a stick more like a log in my face and struck me right across the face my whole face felt like somebody had hit me with a Mack truck i lost consciousness my head concussed blood pouring from my nose a cut across my eye my mouth my tooth felt like it fell out of my mouth i was choking on both my own blood and saliva and trying not to swallow my own teeth. The only thing about me that wasn't harmed was my ears and I could hear the screaming but it was getting more and more distant more and more distant. Finally it calmed down. I don't know how she did it but she drove them back. She pushed them away. The other midwives pulled me out snapped the blood off my face with cloths, torn pieces of cloth. They must have gotten from civilization. I don't know. They were weeping. I think they felt guilty. And I looked a mess. safe, and I kept saying thank you, I kept bowing my head as much as possible, and they would grab my chin and pull me up and wipe my face further, when I could see clearly when the blood was out of my eye, when my nose had quit bleeding. They picked up my coat and forced me to put it on, grabbed me up, made me stand, I was definitely hurt. I couldn't think clearly everything was a fog. And they drug me out of the cave. As I got to the cave entrance, the newborn and the mother were staring at me. She made a hand sign. I had no way of knowing what it meant. But she made a hand sign, a symbol, in the air in front of me. and. met and I didn't see an animal, I saw humanity some other some other form of humanity intelligence of a civilization falling apart around me, something that had lost its way something that was taken over by my own but she took the time to try to communicate with me And then I was off. station. Was it a male following them, or was it one of them signaling the men to look for me? Regardless, I mustered every bit of strength I had left and staggered out and fell, (laughs) fell right over the tracks, right into the midst of an oncoming train. I could hear men shouting over the train whistle, but my eyes were blinded by the oncoming train, and I stood up to face it, trying to... Which way do I dive? Which way do I walk? Stumbling forward, I got hit by something. I know now it was the man who saved me. He hit me so hard. He knocked me off the train tracks and out of danger. I lost consciousness again. Edison's gift to the world bringing light into the darkest corners of the world and I could hear them yelling or I thought I could or I thought I could it wasn't the first time I had ever encountered The Sasquatch. And something told me it wouldn't be the last. They said they found something on me. They said when the group was attacked and I was removed. One of the men got off a shot and wounded one of the attackers. They drug the wounded attacker away. But it didn't take long for me to put two and two together a life for a life, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. That errant shot, that bullet, wounded someone. Somebody died. In order for me to be there to save that child their anger welling up was the fact that their mate their tribal member their family someone had died so in a moment of great joy of childbirth the fact that i saved survive can they survive with humanity crushing in from all sides the other tribes I visit in the great northwest territory the the Indians and otherwise they are protected from humanity's incursions by the governments of the planet but this tribe operates outside of that outside of true knowledge of their existence. And I fear they they can't go on like they are. They need our help. Humanity must take action and give them a chance to survive. They may not want our help or need it or desire it a right to it if they are part of our shared humanity. If they are like us, they deserve to live as much as we do. In my hand, they showed me what I brought with me. It was wrapped around my wrist so I wouldn't drop it. Tied to me. A stone symbol, some kind of hieroglyph, some kind of scryed-on symbol, the symbol she traced in the air for me, the symbol she wanted me to take with me. She traced it in the air, and they drug me away, a symbol of their tribe. I don't know if it was a gift of thank you or acknowledging I was part of their tribe, but I want to go back. I want to help them. I want to find out why I was spared. How they spared me. How they saved me. How the child's doing. You become concerned with someone when you save a life The life is yours, it becomes yours, your responsibility. It is indeed my responsibility that that life is a good one. That he leads a good life, she leads a good life. (laughs) I can't tell you to this day if it was a girl or a boy. I never had time to look. (laughs) It all happened so fast. My God, I finally birthed a baby and I can't even tell you what it was so strange and it's like as I tell you right now this 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 silly story Mm, images memories smells odors textures come back to me where did they get the cloth from do they make it themselves did it come from our civilization I healed quickly from the injuries the injuries were enough to kill me but I survived how me medicine? Did they treat me? What? Why couldn't they birth the baby? Why did they need me? Why was I brought there? How was the baby doing? How was its health? So many questions. So many questions. I don't know what to tell you. But I know we can to survive that's what it's like out here in the jungle but don't worry I have a feeling we're going to make it (laughs) why do I say that (laughs) well I'm always safe when I come up here into the jungles of North America far far away from civilization not everybody does but I'm pretty sure I have a guardian angel watching over me
0: thank you for joining us for ASMR Tirada de Cuello. Please take a moment to rate and review this podcast. If you are interested in additional ASMR content, you may view our library of videos at youtube.com slash de The theme song Atlantis is by Jason Shaw of audionautics.com and is used by permission. Correspondence, including questions or requests, may be sent to tirardejuego at gmail.com. On behalf of Dr. Andrew Michaels, thank you.